This is Recorded Podcast, another episode, really been grinding, I need uh, support though, I need support, 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 tell a friend and tell a friend about the little podcast that could, this is recorded straight out the mud on SoundCloud and Apple Podcast app, I'm joined with a fine young gentleman, gentleman by the name of Kyrie, yes, Kyrie like a Irving but it's spelled different, it's spelled his way. Uh, Kyrie, introduce yourself to the people. What it do? It's your boy, Kyrie Curvin, live in the flesh. Uh, first things first, I want to say shout out to Taste of Essence. Um, it's a very fine company. It's a dinner place. They cater. They do event planning. It's, it's a really good company to support. It's locally owned in Baltimore, Maryland. Um you can find information and located at taste underscore of underscore essence on Instagram. Um, taste of essence on Facebook, I believe, as well. Um, it's a really good business. Support black owned businesses, support black owned anything, support everything black. That's the way we win in this world. Yes, sir, because I really feel like with the internet and all this shit, like it was like the doors open for everybody to win. So it's like there's no excuse for anybody not to really be out there grinding and getting it. It's time, man. Like, people quitting their jobs, starting their own businesses, taste the essence. Make sure you go get that, man. Make sure you go get that view in the Baltimore, Maryland area. They deliver. Like, no Uber yes, Eats sir. getting maxed out. Like, none of that. They deliver. Get them orders in early so you can get right for your lunch break or whatever, for your dinners, whatever. Hey, it's no excuses. Taste of essence. Kyrie, man, I appreciate you coming on. You've been like an early supporter. And I was just grinding it out, trying to make this podcast something, man. And it, it support is a big thing. And just letting you listen to it and watching it grow. Because I would drop one and not drop one and not believe in it. But, like, man, I got pissed off at the job. And was like, yo, fuck it. I'm going to go balls to the wall, like, hard for, like, a year or some change straight and see what comes of it. And I swear to God, in, like, two weeks... Things start popping up. Interviews is easier than I thought it would be to get. I mean, it was just like really speak it into existence and really just put yourself out there. You never know what'll happen, man. Man, that is the best way to go. It really is. Like I've been, I'm, I'm an avid podcast listener. Like I like listening to podcasts. I really find it like interesting and and really a lot of podcasts give out free game that a lot of people you know what i'm saying would be missing out on because some people don't have attention spans that last that long but when you have something like your podcast where you can reach out to a different range of audience you know what i'm saying you can speak to an older age group or a younger age group because like i'm younger than you and i can relate to some of the stuff that you're saying and i know it's some older folks that can too you know People need more outlets and more platforms like podcasts like this to really, you know what I'm saying, voice the the, the, the voices that need to be heard, you know what I'm saying. People, there's a lot of people in this world that got a lot of positive energy and a lot of positive reinforcement that they want to give back. And I feel like this is a way to do it. And I, I feel like that's the approach that you take it from. It. Like you're going you're gonna to get as much out of it as you can, but you're also doing it for a positive reason. And that's, that's one of the biggest 
reasons why I support you, you know what I'm saying? Not just because you're family, but because it's something that's good, it's something that's, that's positive, and it ain't it ain't nothing that's gonna, you know, cause a lot of a lot of noise and nonsense. Like it's it's something good, it's, it's, it's you know useful, and that's that's a big reason why I support the podcast. So I'm always, you know, what I'm saying, be available whenever I can be. Man, support, man. I appreciate it. Like. I was doing like research about podcasts. People want to learn and get entertained, so I try to be both. I try to kick some knowledge, but also keep it funny or keep it, you know, just be me, really. But you are recently you going into your second year of college. Talk about the transition from going from high school to college. How's it been for you so far? Man, the freedom unreal it's, it's a different type of experience like I go to school a lot of states so I'm away from home um, when I first transitioned over in my first year it was kind of a culture shock in a sense like it was so many different people from places that I had never even been to so I had to kind of get used to you know what I'm saying what they brought to the table um, and I also had to do the same with myself like because I know everybody not going to understand, you know what I'm saying, the way that I am, the certain ways that I am, uh, just because of where I'm from and, you know, who I am. Um, so it was, you know, it's kind of a learning lesson um, coming out here on your own. And it's crazy because, you know, you don't think that people are, you know what I'm saying, different. Because where I'm from, like, you know, I grew up in a small area. I went to the same school, so I kind of was around the same people almost my whole life. So I kind of knew what to expect every time I was going to school every year. But when I got here, it was just something new. Like, it, it was a whole new experience. Pennsylvania itself, it's a really beautiful place here. Um, it, it's just it's really different. Like, the culture is different. People people talk different out here. Uh, it's it's, it's a new experience, and it's something that I feel like a lot of people should get a hold of. Like, it's really good, and it's really positive. Um, I, I like the school. I like the people here. I made a good, uh, a good amount of friends my first year. Uh, second year, still got a good amount of friends. It's a solid group. Like, I found I found the people that I know I want to be around, you know, for my four years while I'm here, and it's longer than that as well. But, um... I feel like I, I was kind of, I feel like I was kind of built for school, you know. Like I never really been the dude to do a whole lot of other stuff. Like I kind of just been about getting my education and focusing on, you know, what's next. Like trying to, trying to find out what's the best next move, the best next step for me to take. So right now, I'm just letting my course take this. I mean, I'm letting myself take this course. You know, I'm just really going with what I want to do and uh, I'm going through my studies I hope to have an internship really soon um, I'm just really blessed and I'm glad to be in a predicament where I'm, I'm able to set myself up to succeed and win uh, and it, it feels good especially when I got like support back home and support outside of my home as well I got support here I got support in other places from y'all everywhere so I know like this is this is something that I'm built for, and this is something that I'm going to be able to complete and really be able to be, you know, proud of myself for doing. You know, uh, it's, it's a lot more to come, but right now, I'm focusing on getting this degree and stacking my coins for the future. Yeah, and I think it's important what you said about independence, man. Like, 
I think in life, anybody want that. I think when you have a son, when you have a daughter, when you're in a relationship or whatever, like, that independence is that, like, people don't like to hear it, but any day, anybody could either leave you, just, like, they don't want to fuck with you no more, or people could leave you as in physically, they're not here anymore. They died. So it's like, that independence is really, really important to learn how to stand on your own to, to wash clothes, pay bills, uh, make money, all that stuff. And college kind of gives you a little bit of that independence. And it's a really right. important thing in life. You know, like that college, you get that little trial and error of like, dang, like, oh, well, ain't nobody going to clean up for me. I probably got to clean up. Ain't nobody going to take me here. Ain't nobody going to tell me to go to class because I'm in college. Nobody's going to do none of this for me. So it's good that, you know, like, why you don't have no real big responsibilities that you can hone your independent skills while you're at college, especially since you're out of state. You really got to figure it out. You got to do it on your own. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to uh, right. your sister, Asia. Shout out to Asia. Um, she was there last year, but now it's, it's all on you on your own, man. But, you know, so yeah. it's just it's just really a blessing. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a huge, huge transition. So, What's the biggest difference from uh, Baltimore or Maryland where you was at to Pennsylvania where you at now? Like, man, all right. So I'm I'm in Harrisburg, PA. So that's the capital of Pennsylvania. Um, I don't know who I did was to make this place, but when I tell you, it is some very different people from Baltimore. These people, like, so it, when, when I talk to people from out here, I don't really hear a lot of people that say, oh, I'm from Harrisburg. It's like a lot of people move from other places to here. Like, I've met people from New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, like, all over PA and up north and even some parts of Maryland. Like, somehow people just end up there. I don't know if they get dropped off at the Greyhound Station down the street from my school or something. I don't know what it is, but they just end up here. Um it's a lot of different people, and, you know, some people are weird, like, they'll look at you, they'll, like, where I'm from, people don't necessarily stare at you in your face, like, people just kind of mind their own business and just keep it pushing, here, it's not the same, everybody is looking at you, they trying to figure out what you're doing, like, like, you kind of almost disturb them, in a sense, like, when you in their presence, like, that, that's kind of how the people are here, but when it comes to my school, though, the student body is pretty cool. Like it's, it ain't nothing. It ain't nothing wrong with them. Almost like you know, everybody got their issues, but I ain't gonna say too much about that because that's them, not me. Um, but it, it's a it's a cool place to be at. It's very different, but it's very small, and they, and it can get kind of repetitive here. Um, in Baltimore, like Baltimore is a small place, but it's it's much it's expanded from where I'm at, and it's a lot more to do within your, like, within your limits. Here, it's like they're downtown, where's we, which is where my school is located. It's like they're downtown. It's really, like, a downtown. Like, after 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, it's pretty dry around here. Even on weekends, it's like that. Like, it, it doesn't, it's not really a whole lot of people out here. It can be real quiet. It's like a ghost town almost some nights. Like, oh, you just hear this building noises at nighttime. Like, it, it can get like that sometimes. But... It's, it's a different place. It's a different experience. Um, it's a lot of different people. 
people coming from like the surrounding areas, like I said before, um, but not just like further out, like it's little um, different sections of Harrisburg that surround the city. And like they're they're pretty nice and they're in some nice areas around here. So I, I like it though. I definitely I definitely feel comfortable here because it's it's not too big, but it's not too small either. It's like, you know, sometimes sometimes it can feel small, but that's only if you know what I'm saying, you're doing the same stuff all the time. And I don't I don't like to do the same stuff all the time. I gotta be gotta be different. Yeah, so is it like what's the percentage of black kids, I guess black and Spanish, I guess? At your school? Um, can't really give you a number right off the top, but if I had to, like, take a guesstimate, it's probably, like, a solid 45%. It's a lot of black kids here. It's a lot of Hispanic kids here, too. Um, it's, it's, um, our school is really a PWI, um, but it's crazy because we have so many students coming from all over, really. Like, we have our own housing unit for students that are from international countries. So we got people here from Japan, India, Jamaica, Africa. We got people that come from their countries that come to our school to learn. And they, like, have programs where they, they have the kids, they'll let them work, and they can send money back home to their families and also get their education while they're here. So that that's a really big, like, plus about our school. They're very, they're very diverse, and they try to, they try to keep it that way. And, and it's crazy that it's, this school is even listed as a PWI. But and what is a PWI like for that. somebody that don't know, like me? Um, it's like a primarily white institute. Oh, okay. Yeah, so primarily white. So it, it it is a lot of white kids here, but it's not as many compared to the, the outside races. Like, it's so many people that look like me here. It's unreal. On my first day of orientation, almost the whole room was black. Okay, <laughs> yeah. So what y'all listen to, like, college, I know it usually, like, you're going to remember what you listened to while you was in college because, like, your, like, little dorm or your apartment building, everybody kind of be rocking to the same thing or at certain parties, it was lit to this song or whatever. So, what's the music that's going on right now? I know it's early, but what's some yeah. what, what everybody um, kind of listening to uh, right now? I know that Thugger shit is going hard here, but I'm in Atlanta, but Thug is going nuts right now. Man, I'm trying to tell you that Thug, it is something else, bro. Everybody up here is listening to the Thug. They love it. That that is like album of the year right now and I, I don't even want to make that prediction this early but he came and destroyed the bruh but other than that other than the, uh, that Welcome to the Party by Pop Smoke man, that song get that song be getting people lit that bitch on the side yeah shout out to Brooklyn you shout out to Brooklyn you yes sir Yes, sir. That song is the wave. Everybody love that song. Um, that guy, Lil Tecca, his song is pretty cool. Um, the Did It Again, that song is pretty cool. Um, but I'm trying to tell you, like, most of the time, the, the songs that really get the party jumping is like the, the, the Finito by Chief Keef. That, that song right there, that song is really getting the spot right. That, the, the Finito. Um, 
It's still early at the school. It's still early at the school year right now. You only like a week or two in, so you ain't gonna know until maybe uh, this weekend or next like couple weekends where the parties get going, college football, regular football, everything like that. That's when like I guess you'll really really know like what's really uh, going on. But what I'm really really happy about, man, I've seen a lot of people doing that. And they would say, Siri, play the number one song in the world. And it would be like, you know what I'm saying? It would play uh, hot, bro. I'm like, I'm like, hold up, man. I, I got to get my volume right. But like, yo, the hot rate, like this shit, hot, Thug and Gunna is just nuts right now. Like Thug and Gunna, any, it's a hit. It's a hit, bro. It's a hit with yeah, Thug and Gunna. They said that collab is like LeBron and Kyrie when they both dropped 41. It's unreal. They, they are unmatched in the studio. And every song that they did together on that album was hard. Yeah. It, was, it was hard. It was, like, it was just crazy. And I feel like Gunner was like a baby thug. Like, I mean, and it's good that he, like, signed to him and I want them to prosper. And it just makes me feel really good. Like, I never really seen that, but I seen all day yesterday they were saying, like, uh, Siri, play the number one song in the world. It makes me happy that uh, it's from Atlanta. It makes me happy it's from black artists. It makes me happy it's real trap shit. And somebody like Thug, man, who's been misunderstood or people like, oh, say this, say that. He just always remained himself and just blew up. And now, Siri, anybody right now, go on your phone after you finish listening to this is recorded and tell everybody about the podcast Act Siri, what's the number one song in the world, man? Hot, Gunna, Thug, man. So Kyrie, bro, man, this whole like super fan shit, like the Beehive, and like uh, yeah, Nicki Minaj and all that, like, like yeah, I, the barbs, I, the barbs and the argument, the barbs, like I, I just don't like. Of course, like I mean, maybe by now, if you listening, you'll know like Nicki Minaj saying she, you know, wanted to step back to have a family or just to leave the rap game or whatever. But it, it, I don't know, like for her, it just seemed like Nicki Minaj is one of the best female rappers and probably like might be the best ever because she did it for so long, but she didn't really have that much competition at the time, like compared, but like she uh-huh. really, you when I heard her on Monster with Jay-Z and uh, Kanye, I was like, yo, yeah. she could fucking rap, bro. Like, Nicki Minaj could really, really hold her own, but like, unfortunately, she came in at a time where it was a bunch of fucking weird outfits and dumb shit going on instead of just the actual art of it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like everybody had to do the extra I'm shit. I'm looking like the Kraken. Yeah, I'm like, bro. Everybody looking like uh Frankenberry and motherfucking uh Frankenstein wife and shit back in the day, man. But it's just I don't know, bro. Like the whole super fan thing, like. I get it, but then I don't get it. Because I get it because it's like, these artists gave you hope when, you know, you didn't have no hope or these songs, like, got you through things. But when they attack other people, I'm like, bro, what are y'all doing? Because, like, real shit, though, I'm a huge Jay-Z fan. I'm a huge 
everything fam. But honestly, if we keeping it real, these people don't know us. And nine times out of ten, they probably don't give a fuck about us. So, like, realistically, it's like, you can pull what you want to pull from their music, but always invest in yourself. Always love yourself first. And I just really... Like, it's cool to be a fan. It's definitely cool to have a name like the Barbs or the Beehive or whatever. But it's like, bro, make sure you invest in yourself. Nah, that, that's very true. Um, <clears throat> I always thought, like, the super fan thing has always been... It's not weird to me, but it's like... It's kind of weird, wow. bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it, is, it is weird. It is, it is kind of weird because it's like... Bruh, like, you, you're really viewing, like, some people really view those celebrities as, like, God or something. Like, like that's really who, who like... Yeah, like, when they crying and, like, passing it. out and stuff, like, yo, I get it. Like, Bruh. they provided you something in a hard time in your life, maybe, things like that. A song meant a lot to you. Maybe you and your dad used to listen to this song, your mom, or y'all was sick, and you it helped you through chemo. Like, I get that. But, like, the whole, like, yo get on this person page and tell them to kill themselves and all that, like, bro, don't do that. Yeah. Like, don't do that. Some people, some people think it's at the extreme, and that, that's just unnecessary. Like, people really be going to that to defend these celebrities. Like, like as if they, like, they're their blood or something, or if it's them. Like, I don't, I, I, I've never seen, like, so many people in this new age, like, really go to that. For some of these celebrities, some of these celebrities are really shitty people, and they still defend them. Like really I, I bad people, know. bro. Like you meet people, like it's a lot of people. No disrespect, that in Atlanta meet Ti, and they see him around, and he don't want to be bothered. But if he's on the phone, or you know, if he's doing this or doing that, like you got to be careful. Like I never really want to go up to people when they, you know, like are like in their little element or whatever, unless it's like a meet and greet or something like that because, like, they could be assholes and it'll ruin, like, I'm a big J. Cole fan. So it's like, go up to J. Cole, he's like, yo, I'm with my family right now, dog. Like, I don't want to be bothered. I'm like, damn, bro. Like, nigga, I vibe to your music. Like, I went to your concert on my birthday. Like, he doesn't know this shit. Like, he don't know none of that. So it's like, if he's an asshole because he's with his family or just got in an argument or something like that, like, bro, these people are human. And like I said in the Real beginning, talk. it's like, yo, you better invest in yourself because, like, bro, these people, I mean, they are rich. And they, like, even with the, like, even with the rappers, when they, like, bro, when you rapping about, like, bro, just came from the hood, did this, did that. I love the story, but, my nigga, you've been rich for, like, 10 years. I doubt you still really in the hood like that. It really, like... Really, really, and like that's why would you be so crazy in the hood? Because it's a dangerous place, and a lot of people, like Lil Boosie, was like, man, like the main one, like bro, I'm not living in my hood because I know somebody will kill me. Like I knew you in fourth grade, now you act like I act funny because I'm Boosie, and you'll fucking kill me over that, like over hate. The hate is real, bro. The hate is unfortunately is very, very real. And that is a sad reality that we live in. And that's why people look at Baltimore in a negative light that they do because we have so many areas that, that can be filled with hate. But it ain't just hate, though. Sometimes it's ignorance. But my thing is some people some people are put into their environments. And some, people, some people are born into the environment that they're raised in, and they 
they see the things that they see and they they expect that to be the norm of society because that's all that they ever see. Like me and my mom has a conversation all the time. There's people in Baltimore who haven't even left their blocks. Like somebody like me has, has been out of my state. I've I've been out of the country. Like I've seen these things. And some people don't even have that 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 opportunity. And when you have like People like, we had an artist, Boy School, he died three years ago. He got shot in the city coming back from a charity basketball game. And it was because of hate. Like, people don't want to see you win. And he was so invested in himself. He believed in himself so much that the good that was coming to him, people were upset about that because they weren't getting the same type of attention that he was getting. But instead of waiting your turn, and staying humble and really grinding it and trying to succeed in life, they wanted to take away the shine from that man. And so now the shine not even on them. So you take his life to, to prove what? You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it really served no purpose for you to do what you did. But but you made that decision, and now somebody lost their life, the family hurt them, and it's all because of hate and, and your own ignorance. You know what I'm saying? By not being able to, to understand that, there's more to life than the little than, than this little block that you live on. That is more than is more to life. That we don't even we don't even own that shit, and we like you know what I'm saying. Like niggas really repping blocks. We'll they don't, we don't own. We'll Bro, we don't own shit. Like we don't own that block at all. But like this is our thing. Like with the podcast too. Like I want to give like real shit. But also, like, hopefully drop some knowledge, too, because it's like, bro, I always say all the time, if you, like, I know gangs may be one thing, but drug dealing crews is, like, big in New York or used to be, then gangs came or whatever. But it's like, bro, if your mom is all messed up on drugs or something, your dad ain't never there, you got younger siblings, if dudes from the block took care of you, I get it. You gonna rep that shit. You gonna do whatever for that. Like, I get it. Because they helped you. When you ain't have nobody else. But it's just like, bro, at some point, we got to smarten up and know, like, this shit ain't really worth it. Like, niggas is really dying over who the fuck you looking at. Like, and re- what it yeah. is, who the fuck you looking at means, like, I've been hurt so much in my life that, like, I'm ready to snap on any motherfucker right now. Anybody can get it. That's what, who you, who the fuck you looking at, that's what they saying when they say that. Because it's like, yo, I've been hurt by mom, dad, abused, molested, like whatever could have happened. And it's like, it's so much hatred. And unfortunately, it's so much hatred in the black community and in us as black people because we don't know our greatness because everybody like, oh, you bring it back to slavery. But that's like really what it is. Like, it's like, you know, like if you were maybe good at picking cotton or maybe, you know, good at this and Massa look at you like, oh, look at him. That hate started right there. That shit started. Literally, that's where, like, the hate and shit started. Because we come from a fucked up situation where we couldn't look at each other as, like, yo, well, for most of us. Because I know in other parts of the world, this is just the slavery and most of Americans where they get their ideals from. And some, not all, like, I'm just speaking in general. But it's just, like... You know, like, if you look like, oh, well, master, treat this person better. Well, did they know? Like, I'm going to tell they did this. I'm going to tell they plan on running away tonight. I'm going to tell all of these things. And that's where the crab in the barrel mentality come from. That's where the hate yeah. come from. 
that's where, like, even, like, down to, like, beating your kids. Like, me and the wife talk about it all the time. It's like, when they're young, you definitely got to pop them or whatever to be like, yo, you don't know no better. But, like, when I'm able to use my words, the way I treat you and the way I raise you, I want to be able to speak to you. Like, yo, don't do that. I'm disappointed in you because slavery, we got beat all the fucking time. And I'm not trying to redistribute that pain when I have children. talk about that a lot too like that that's a that's that, that's not a touchy subject but it's like it's one of those topics that that really put like provokes my thoughts because when it comes to you know reinforcement and and really trying to to raise a child like i feel as though that there's better ways than to you know what i'm saying beat your children like sometimes it, it may be necessary you know what i'm saying but like you said using your words Using your words, and, and and I guarantee you, when you when you take the time with your kids to use your words and really convey what you mean and really show them what they like, the wrong that they did, how they can correct their mistakes, like that is is bound to lead to to a healthier relationship and a healthier lifestyle. Not only with your kids, but as, but as a family, because <clears throat> kids won't be afraid to talk to their parents. Kids won't be afraid to to say stuff to their parents. They said they're gonna, you're, the parents are gonna be the first people they come to. You know what I'm saying? I feel as though that's how the relationship should be when you have a child. Like it should always be, it should always be focused on on that. Like it should should always come back to, yes, I'm your parent, but I can I'll, I'll be there for you, like I'm supposed to be there for you because I am your parent and because I'm like I'm your caregiver, like I provide for you, and I, I really respect that. Yeah, I just think it's just like, you know, like now, I'm saying like, if a kid in your face, four or five years old, like, fuck you, hey, you already know what time it is, like, yo, we gonna have to get it in, like, if a kid is a teenager, they getting in your face and shit like that, now, I'm not saying like, yo, don't ever hit them, they're never wrong, no, sometimes a motherfucker gonna have to get his ass butts, like, yo, hold up now, like, but I'm just saying, like, I think if I look at a four-year-old Kyrie or anybody or something like five-year-old, when you're old enough, know what you're doing wrong, like, hey, check this out. Why are you doing that? Don't do that. Because you're going to hurt yourself or you're going to hurt me. Or when you get older as a teenager or whatever, it's like, yo, you really hurt my feelings when you do things like that. Don't get locked up. Don't go to jail. Don't get suspended. I want you to be productive. You're a young black man. You already got many strikes against you. I don't want more for you. Like, like, really get that into somebody's head because I could take an ass whooping and be done. But if somebody look at me out my eyes, say, Reggie, you know what? You fucking up right now. But you got that, two children. That, and- that shit, like, yeah, like, I'm disappointed. Like, Reggie, I seen you as a young man. And I don't know who this Reggie is. Like, that shit right there would hurt. Like, damn, like, yo, if somebody, if your mother look you in the eyes right now, say, Kyrie, man, you went to college, like, I don't even know who you are no more. Like, you used to be this guy, and, you know, it really hurts my feelings that you act like that. That shit's going to hit way harder than somebody, like, punching you straight out or some shit like that. You're like, damn, like, that shit kind of hurt a little bit. Like, you know, like, you a man now. You could take a blow. But a mental, like, this shit will be played in your head forever. God forbid something happened to your parent and you like, yo, like, the last thing they told me was they was disappointed in me. You don't want that. 
So, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, that idea right there is like, yo, like, we got to just find creative ways. Like I'm saying, I'm not knocking nobody that do hit kids, whatever, because sometimes they got to get hit. Because it's like, yo, and then realistically, I'm learning as I get older, a lot of shit is ignorance. Like, we just don't know any better. We was raised by, like, yo, you get a switch or you get hit or you do, like, we don't know any better. So, like, we just redistribute what we was brought up on and we like, well, I turned out okay. But I'm just saying, like, for me, it's like, knowing it comes from slavery and shit like that, I'm like, nah, bro, I want to do my best not to do that shit and use my words, like, really, really use my words because... I, I think all of us, all we can do is raise a productive citizen. I don't have no kids. You don't have no kids. But, like, I think that's just the goal. Because, like, at a certain age, like, I can't stop you from doing shit. You can do whatever you want. Right. Like, when a kid realizes they can do whatever they want, I, I can't really stop you from doing shit. But, like, that's why my mental game, I got to be smarter than you. Because I've been through life and shit like that. Like, yo, I got to be way smart. Right. Like, yo... Yo, if Kyrie hustling, like, yo, bro, like, yo, I know shit is rough for you. I know, like, working a job is slow money, bro, but if you get locked up, get that felony, this shit gonna be way worse, because when you're older and you're trying to get your life together, the world not gonna let you, because they're gonna look at you as a felon. They're gonna look at you as a felon, they're gonna be like, so, I'm, so, little homie, check this out. You could do what you want, because I don't know your situation, but I'm letting you know what it can be. So, I hope you find another way, but if not, do your thing. Like, that's what I want for the podcast. Like, like let's have these discussions and let's, you know, laugh and joke. But, like, I just want to give game and uplift. And I just feel like, man, with the internet and all this shit, with Taste of Essence, where you can go and get you a good plate. Like, it's so many ways we could win. And, like, it's like, yo, I'm going to try every episode, every inspiring story just to get people to try to win and getting winners mentalities because you go in these jobs, some people go to school and it's not for them, and it's just like, bro, let's win like any way possible. Let's win together. And and in this age with the social media, any idea can be the next big thing for real. Like we see it all the time. It it it's something every like the Popeyes chicken sandwich, bro. That whole thing. I know people have been talking about it, people going to talk about it, but there is no way that uh, uh, y'all gave Popeye's $12 million. Y'all, y'all made that business increase to $12 million off of free promo. They barely, I didn't see one commercial for a chicken sandwich. I didn't see a commercial. I just knew about it because of Instagram. That same power that people have to make things like that go viral. All it took was a click of a, of a button. All you did was catch your train twice. And you can do that for free. You can do that for free for people that are locally around you. You can do that for people that are, you know what I'm saying, businesses that you support, that you know are black owned and you know they're small. Like, some people don't understand that. And it's hard. It's hard to grasp that concept of, you know, sharing is free. You know what I'm saying? Reposting is free. Like, People act like it costs money for you to repost something for somebody. Like, it's free to share. It's free to like. It's free to subscribe. It's free to, you know what I'm saying, do any of that. And if you want to take your support further, then by all means, do so. Because you know, when you support those types of things, it, it, it comes around. Those good things come back around. I, I like to put out a lot of good energy into the world so I can get that good energy back. 
I feel as though when people support the right causes and the right movement, and, and people aren't so selfish and so greedy and so crabs in the bucket mentality, people, we will genuinely be able to win as a whole. And and people need to, to open their eyes and really see that, that we have a lot. And it's a lot of work that needs to be done, but together we can do it. Like, it's, it's nothing... There's nothing to grow, you know what I'm saying? I don't I don't want to be stagnant for the rest of my life, and I don't think nobody else does. There's always room for improvement. There's always room for growth, and people need to see that, you know what I'm saying? The, the same people that look like you should get the same amount of success and representation that the, same, that the people that make more money than you get, you know what I'm saying? You support these billion-dollar companies, and they're not even doing nothing for your community. But, but you can support this locally black-owned business that'll give out free food to, to homeless people on random days throughout the week. You know what I'm saying? People would rather support McDonald's than support something like that. And it's sad. It's really sad. That's, man, I'm so glad you brought that up. Because I'll be fighting. Like, I'll be like, bro, I don't want to rain on everybody parade and be super black, man. But that's just who I am. Like, that's, that's like... And that's why, like, when I put on Instagram, like, when I finally, like... I was real like, I don't know about this podcast, man. I don't know if people going to fuck with it. The numbers is kind of low, whatever. But I see like, bro, it's the quality over quantity and it's getting it out the fucking mud. Like niggas wasn't great in a day. And I'm so glad you brought that up because, because it's like, bro, I looked at that and I'm like, bro, I'm all for laughing. I'm all for jokes. Popeye's was my favorite fucking chicken brand when I was eating chicken, so I know the sandwich probably slapped and all that. But yo, right. it's hard for me to watch so many black businesses that started up and they doing like you know they doing they shit they doing oh like they really really trying and they don't get that push. Like bro, if we had that push, if we could take one black business every couple days that we really fuck with, and all of us really go hard on that shit, like, bro, you gotta get that, black people, we are kings and fucking queens, we make shit popular, like, why the fuck do we keep giving our money and doing things to these other people, like, let's blow up our own shit, let's blow up Taste of Essence, let's blow up all these things, man, like, like, really, really blow them up, because we make the shit cool, like, everybody wants to be like us, and that's the thing about you know, everybody like, damn, man, it's only black people. They only treat us as something about this black skin. And you know what it is? It's fucking great. Our skin is great. They knock the noses off the statues. Everybody wants to beat. Every race wants to go and do things. And they're racist towards black people. And they look down on black people. And you wonder why. And my thought is we're fucking great. That's why. Our music is great. Like, we take, we, uh, even from down to eating pork and the chicken, while we love chicken because we do so much with it, we do the most with what we got. We're great. That's why. If anybody wants to know why, that's why. Because it's, we're great. And, and we need to know that because when we was on, you know, everybody, oh, here we go, slavery talk. But it's real shit. When we were on those plantations and they beat the man in front of the woman or, they cut the penis or the balls off in front of the whole family and shit like that. It's to make you believe that you ain't shit. Because in your actuality, this little white dude maybe is probably cutting off the penis of LeBron James. or somebody. This dude is way bigger than him. But mentally, they fucked with you so bad 
that you think like right. I can't fight back. I, I you know, I just right. it's way more of us on the plantation, things like that. It's like they mentally fuck with us and it's mentally fucking with us. You know, and I get it, though. Like, I'm always going to keep it real on this podcast with a lot of black business. It's like, yo, well, all right, I'm going to go to this T-shirt shop. Yo, the T-shirt, $500. Like, damn, bro. Like, I'm trying to support, but that's kind of high. Okay. Oh, oh, we ain't got this size. Oh, the lady's rude at the front door. Like, I understand with black business, it is some problems that we got to fix. So when we doing our own shit, we got to make sure our shit is legit A1 and clean across the board. But the thing is, we got to grow together. We got to get to that point. And we can only get to that point with support. Like, yo, like, I want to big up, like, man, like, I did a lot of interviews with Cam Kirk Studios. Uh, like, I love what they doing. Um, Taste the Essence. I really believe and see what they doing. I want to big up these brands, but we got to help each other. Like, we really got to help each other for real because it's like, we could make other shit popular, and it's fun, and it's funny. The memes is great, all that shit, but, like, it would be really great if you see all your people. That's what I love about Atlanta, man. You see a lot of black people flourishing where where most people are from. It's like some black people, eh, it's okay, but, like, you see a lot in Atlanta, and we need that everywhere. Like, everybody, when we was doing Wakanda and all that, that's cool, but Wakanda is made up. Of, like, the idea of Africa. And Disney's getting all that fucking money. Like, in the end of the day. Like, it ain't our business, bro. It's not. But, like, imagine if that same black director, black film crew, black production company put out a movie and we bigged it up. But otherwise, we like, nah, that shit low budget. That shit whack. It's like, we always shit on, like... Or sometimes we our own worst enemy. Because we just shit on our own products. In our own shit. Yeah. It's like, damn. And like I said, I'm going to always keep it real. There's do be issues. Like, yo, if I want to get some food, oh, we ain't got no more. We did, like, we all, we got work to do. But, like, with the internet, I'm telling you, it's a monster. It created a lane for everybody. So, it's like, bro, if we put in the right tools, we get in the right people, man, to really, like, promote some things. Like, this dude, uh, Delvin Carter, um, he was on The Breakfast Club. He's a black sneaker designer. Have you heard of him? Uh, his name does sound familiar. He had, like, a beard and, like, glasses. He was on The um, Breakfast Club. He has a um, website, and he, I, he has a brand of sneakers. Uh, his website, well, his Instagram is, like, FBCC uh, Bay Area, something like that. But I know he was talking I, about... I've seen his face. Okay, yeah, yeah. I got it pulled up right here. It's uh, FB. Everybody go check it out. And uh, check out Earn Your Leisure Podcast. They giving you game about money and money management and stuff like that. But the dude name is Delvin Carter. He's a fashion designer. And his Instagram is FBCC Bay Area, if you want to check it out. He makes designer sneakers and things like that that look really, really good. Nice jackets, nice everything. And it's and everybody should check out his interview on The Breakfast Club. His name is Delvin Carter on The Breakfast Club. And he just talk about, like, us, like we have to build each other us. Like, we are our own worst enemies. He's like, yo, somebody, an artist, or want something for free. And it's like, bro, I'm making this out of my pocket. And I need the support. You wouldn't go into Gucci 
and say like, hey, let me get some free things. You want to pay for it because you don't want them to look at you like you a broke nigga. But it's like, why when we look at each other, like, bro, give me the hookup. Like, no, nah, fuck that. If Kyrie got a shirt or something, like, I want to play full price. Or I might want to even pay more. Like, because I know it's hard. It's a grind. But he's making his own sneakers and everything. And they look nice. They look, because I, I personally... I never understood the whole Jordan craze and things like that. And people like, yo, maybe because you ain't had the money, you was broke. Like, yo, I had a job with no responsibilities, and I could have went on the Jordan wave and all that. And I like certain Jordans, but what I knew is like, bro, this is fucking material at the end of the day. Like, this is all material. Like, I love Vans, and Vans, I'm, I'm happy. I wish Vans was a black-owned company, but shout out to Vans anyway because Vans is flourishing Cause this is like cheaper sneakers that everybody can get, man. Like they are nice pair of sneakers that everybody can get and rock with. But here's this dude. I never understood. Like you see dudes with yo, I got a Supreme hat, got the J's, got that. But if everybody looked the same, that's kind of corny. You ain't got fashion. I could take a hundred dollars right now and have a cleaner fucking outfit than most of you niggas out there. Period. Like I seen you dripping. The other day, I seen you posting on the gram, and I know that wasn't no designer bag and this and that, but you look nice, and you don't look like everybody that got on a plain T-shirt, some tight-ass jeans, and some J's. Like, you didn't look like everybody else. You you had your own color waves going on. You had everything going on, and I, I just, like, he's a designer. It's like, let's big him up. Let's make his shit, like, hot. Delvin Carter, and it ain't corny. It's good quality. It come in like a nice box. Go check out his Instagram. Really go check out his uh, uh, interview with the Breakfast Club. But it's just like, you know, I never understood. Like, I mean, but I get it, though. That's what I'm saying. I'm always going to keep it real on the podcast. When you come from not having shit, you buy the most expensive things to make you feel like you got it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what people do. So I, I get it. But it's like, I'm like, bro, I could go to Ross. And get a t-shirt or a van shirt, get some vans, get some like uh jeans from an unknown spot and throw on like a nice fitted for less a hundred dollars tops and be clean. And these dudes that have a four hundred dollar outfit on look like everybody else. You feel that? Balances, ball make jeans, G star fitted, fanny pack going across the hip, lighter leaf tees. It's, it's the same thing, you know what I'm saying? People got the same old swag, the same, you know. And <clears throat> I'm not a big Jordan connoisseur. Like, I'm not no sneakerhead. I'm not going to stand in no rhymes or no Jordan. But if I can get an occasional pair, I will. And I, I don't necessarily support Jordan the same way I support LeBron just because of the fact that I know how Jordan is off the court, and I know how LeBron is off the court, and I respect LeBron a lot more than what he's done for not just his community, but in, in general. He's, he's, a, <clears throat> he's one of those guys that I feel like everybody in the community should look up to as well, because he is a great, a great person that, that, that does that takes leadership very well, and, and he really knows how to speak, and he's a really intelligent guy. And for somebody that's that's really self-made because he's really self-made. He started his, his rich tall. Like, that's his guy. 
that's his company. Like, they even tried to change the NCAA rules a few weeks ago because of Rich Paul. And they, they, they changed it back because of him. Like, that's the type of power that black people should want to strive to have. Like, we should really strive to be like those people in this world, really create these things that not only support us, but they support people that look like us as well. Um, same what you said with Devlin Carter, like, people need to support those people more. People like him are the dudes that are behind the scenes and a lot of people don't really care about. But a lot of these black people are the big inspiration as to why some of these companies are flourishing the way that they flourish. And for people to expect free handouts from them and the discounted prices and stuff, nah, like you said, you should be wanting to go the extra mile to, to support these companies, especially because it's somebody that looks like you. I don't know how how much I can stretch that message across, but they try to put us against each other so much in this country already that I feel as though it should be automatic for black people to support other black businesses. Now, I know every black business ain't going to be great, and I know every black business ain't, you know what I'm saying, the best that it can be, but people should really take some of that energy that they have, and instead of putting it on hate, they should focus it towards those important things like those companies, the black-owned businesses are really supporting these people and supporting their wave and their movement. Um, I've, I've never seen, you know, uh, a, like I grew up in the social media area, so I, I've, I've seen like the power that we have, like the power that we have at our fingertips really to, to get people out there. And I feel as though that we don't utilize it enough to our best advantage. Like, you see all these companies putting out ads every day, Wendy's doing a little funny tweets and, and all this other stuff to stay in in with the times and people don't people don't take that to their advantage and take those same ideas or, or create your own idea and spin it. Because I'm trying to tell you with the with the power of social media, something can go viral overnight. We've seen it plenty of times. Like damn Daniel, that dude was on Twitter for one day and changed the whole movement. He was on the Helen show two weeks after that video came out. Like, some people, the marketing is one thing, but support is always going to be the, the, the main topic of conversation that we have to support you know what I'm saying, these businesses. Yeah, and the that, same way that we do like the creators, the funny people, and the funny stuff you see on Twitter and Instagram. You know, we post the black business every day. Just shout one out every day. I like that. Hey, hey, right now, if you listen to this podcast, repost it for, hey, starting next week on Monday, or you can start today. Hey, repost or add in your story a different black business, whether you've been to it, not if something you see or a black person you really see on the come up trying to get out of their grind and trying to get out of that job or whatever, man, let, hey, let's do that. Like, taste the essence, man. Um, Can Kirk Studios... Uh, the different photographers there, Skrill Davis, Kavinci, uh, my boy uh, Brandon B Media. I just did um, a podcast with him the last episode. Um, Imani Max Berries, shout out to her, man. Shout out to everybody doing something. Like she's talking about like building up the like environment in black communities in a cool way because she knows like that's what I'm saying for this podcast. Like I'm not trying to be preachy. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, yo, like, 
If you fuck with me like that, listen to what I'm saying. I ain't trying to be your pastor or nothing like that. I'm just like, yo, like, let me kick some game in you right quick. Like, I know certain black businesses be fucked up. Like, I'm not going to sit here in front like, look at you doing the white man. Like, even though a lot of you niggas do, you know what I'm saying? Y'all do be supporting it because the, the, fuck Popeyes because that shit was ridiculous. I'm sorry. Like, I, I'm so glad you said it and we had this discussion because I was like, bro, Fuck them. Like, y'all doing all that. Like, we ain't, I ain't, like, I cannot name a time where we bigged up a black business like that. Ever. The where the shit went viral. Like, I, I can't think of one. That's sad. But guess what? I could tell you five fights niggas then got in with each other. I could tell you Nicki Minaj versus Cardi B. I could tell you all these different, oh, did you see Moneybag Yo and 50 Cent? I could tell you, I could tell you right now. Ten beefs off the top of the dome right now. I can tell you ten. I can't really tell you like five white beefs off the top of the dome right now. I'm pretty sure they out there, but like they don't really be out there like we be. They don't pump it up like we pump. Like they don't really be out there like we be out there. I'm sure they are. So don't get me wrong, but it's just like we gravitate towards the negative and what I'm telling everybody with the social media and the shit like that. We can all change this shit to a positive because it's literally like giving you access. Like you could go on Squarespace, create a website, which creates a pay thing. You can go on Etsy, which create a, you know, like a new thing for you to get some businesses like a shop. You could go to, uh, uh, I think it's called a drop delivery spot where you can make a t-shirt and it only, because that's what I'm doing. I ain't going to give y'all all the game. But maybe I will if you share this is recorded and hit me in the DMs and comments. Like, it's different companies out there. Dig this, right? You could have no fucking money in a great idea, right? You could go on uh, a different way, a certain website. This is recorded. Y'all better get this out here because I'm ready to get this game out. But, like, you can go create a T-shirt and it only gets made if somebody buys it. That means you ain't got to spend a bunch of money and get a bunch of T-shirts to sit at home. You only get this t-shirt created if someone goes and buys it. That's it. You don't leave it at your house. They ship it to them. Everything. Like, it's a lot of ways out there. And that's what I'm like. All I'm saying is I want us to win. Like, Popeyes, I used to love the chicken, but fuck them. I want to see my people win. Like, we can still eat Popeyes. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, bro, we eating Popeyes on our own lunch break from our own business. Or we buying the whole you know, room some Popeyes or we get in the whole room taste of essence whenever we in Maryland, you dig? We taking, we renting out Cam Kirk Studios to do different events. We supporting black business for real. We doing these things, man. We could do it. It's just, we, we, we just gotta, man, we just gotta figure it out, man. And um, I, I, I see you and I really commend you because you, I see a lot of your t-shirts game is repping like black pride and black power and just, Yes, loving yes. loving your blackness like what you feel what do you feel like or what do you attribute that made you really tap into that and your greatness and being proud of being black um i kind of got tired of hearing the, the same old narrative of you know constantly being held back by you know the white man in society yeah i know we're, we're outnumbered but i feel as though <clears throat> Like you said before, like, we're, we're really kings and queens. And, and in a sense of saying we're kings and queens, 
that that means that there's something great within all of us. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, it's something great in people in general. But black people have had this sense of, of feeling lost within that greatness because mentally we've always been told that we were nothing, that we were ne- we would never be more than nothing. We would always amount to nothing. You know what I'm saying? Whether that was by our own presidential people, people that, you know, treated us as slave owners, you know what I'm saying? Even people now in, in the work offices, some people are told stuff like that at work by coworkers and by their boss, you know. People get lost in what everybody else has to say about them. And and instead of believing in themselves, they fall back on it and they reduce the love that they have for themselves. And I was always taught that as a young black man, you know what I'm saying, you got to be, you, you have to be proud about who you are. You have to you have to love what you do. You have to love who you are. You have to unapologetically love and be yourself. And I feel like me, my, my shirts, you know, are, are like my, my way of, you know what I'm saying, saying, you know, I, I'm educated, you know, I, I respect, I, I, I love my blackness, my blackness. But I feel as though this is like, uh, a small step toward things that I want to do in the future. Like, I, I, I could see myself, you know, having support groups for the at-risk youth kids, you know, in, in dangerous areas and impoverished areas. Like, I could see myself having, you know, like, um, areas, like, developing areas for kids to, to enjoy and play at and feel safe and, 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 be, and be surrounded by good energy. I want black people to understand that it is more to life you know, just being a rapper, being a football player, being a basketball player, you know, but using the phone, there's, there's more than just using your body to, to really get out there. You know, we all have brains. We have brains that we can use that function well. And, and people try to tell us that we're not smart, that we're not anything. But at the end of the day, we know who we are. And as, as a human, we're more strong than anything. We have the power to control everything. For real, for real, we were the first people if you if we're being honest, but we ain't going to get too deep into that. You know what I'm saying? We ain't going to get too deep. But I, I genuinely, I genuinely do believe that there's a lot of greatness that is that is within this, not only just this new generation, but the generations to come. And, and even the generations that's, that's ahead of us now, like, it ain't too late. You know, we, we have nothing but time on our hands. And it's going to take time to get out of that that deep place, that deep, dark place of hatred and ignorance. But as long as we, you know what I'm saying, stick together and really focus on what's important, and that's our, our own self-love and our own self-security on God, we're going to be fine. I promise y'all that. I promise that. I, I just really hope and pray, you know what I'm saying, that, that things begin to change. And... You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be just a person that talks about change. I want to be somebody that helps enforce it or, or help uh, or help create change. You know, something something of, of value. You know, I wanna I wanna leave um, I wanna leave a legacy behind. I don't want to just be somebody that lives. You know, I, I wanna I wanna be somebody that people can remember, people can relate to, people can you know what I'm saying? R- remember me for something good that I did. I don't want to just be, you know, somebody that just lives in a sense. Yeah, and I, man, I really enjoy and like that you said that. I think it was Bob Marley um, that said that 
his impact and his love and his spirit and the things he did while he's on earth, he could never die because it's like, it's still here. We talk about Malcolm X and Martin Luther King and stuff all the time. Like they never die because they still present in their teachings and stuff is still with us to this day. So it's like, they, they never died. They could never die because we just really appreciate them. And we love their spirit. We love like Bob and, a bunch of people, man, and I'm just so glad, and shout out to your uh, parents, um, you know, shout your parents out right now, shout them out real quick. Hey, 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 to my parents, I ain't gonna put y'all government out there, I know we got cases pending, don't worry, they ain't coming for y'all, I done took them away, <laughs> but shout out to my parents, shout out to my family and whole, bro, because they, these are like my my rocks, my, my foundation, like, there's a reason why I do what I do. They're the reason why I, I continue to strive because it's not that I, I don't want to let myself down, but I don't want to let them down. You know, I, I feel like <clears throat> I feel like in my life we we've been through a lot as a as a family and I feel like our time is coming. And and I know, I know that it is. You know, with, with, with my mom's business, with my dad, my sister, you know, our success is on the way. Like people people just sometimes the vision Sometimes the vision is there before it's even, you know what I'm saying, being bruised. You know, sometimes you can get it and it just comes naturally. And I, I just know, you know, with, with, like, like we've been saying all day, support and really and really backing and really being behind a good, a good movement, something that has a good cause, there, there is nothing in the world that can beat that. And they, they my family, they're, they're some of the most humble people I've ever met. They're, they're really, they're really good spirited. They're Christians, you know what I'm saying? These are good people, wholeheartedly, and they raised some amazing kids. And they, they're amazing people themselves. And a lot of people are lucky to have that type of, you know, family slash relationship in their lives. And I, I really would like, you know what I'm saying, to share my experiences and share my parents with people that don't necessarily have that same type of you know, relationship or connection because it's important to have that type of connection with the kids, man. Because you, you, you really see a lot of people out here that go through a lot of stuff because they don't have that type of connection or that type of love. So I just thank them for being a part of my life and, you know what I'm saying, never really leaving me for, for granted or never making me feel like, you know, I, I didn't have their love and their support. They've always been there for me, so... I'm just really grateful for them and really appreciative to have people like that in my life. Man, shout out to family, man. Like, definitely cool people. They always welcome me, man. I've known you since you was a youngin'. I've been around for 12 years now. So, yeah, I've been I've been around, man, for a long, long time. And it's always been loved. It's never been like, yo, who's this dude? It's always been loved. And it's really good that, you know, for you to speak of that, because, you know, like, we get these stereotypes, oh, you come from a broken home, and this and that, it's like, it's a lot of love there, you know, it really is, and you, you just spoke to it, so, you know, for people, you know, like, they need that, and hopefully, and we gonna get that, man, like, I mean, shout out to Duke, and you, like, things y'all working on and going to school, it's gonna pay off that we gonna win for real, like, I'm, in my mind, I already got a network, I'm like, focus on age 50 right now but I have a network of a couple people that I know 
is going to be in that network and you're going to be in there and we're going to develop and lift each other up and help each other with apps and different things like really, really like changing the game on some stuff to just live the life that we want to live like and just enjoy, man, because like there's people stuck at these jobs and like the financial freedom is everything because there's a lot of people stuck at these jobs right now that hate it. And it, it, they hate the job, so then they come home, and then they hate the home life, and they bring work home, and then it just creates a whole big negative space. But um, we changing that. That has no way to live. No, nah, man, we changing that, and we going to, man, continue to change that. But, man, this has been a, man, this has been a good, solid hour. Like, uh, I had all this stuff to talk about, but we went somewhere totally different. It ended up being great, man. I really appreciate that, but uh, NFL season is uh, starting, so you know everybody gonna make their crazy predictions. But I think you're gonna be happy about one of mine. Right now, I'm gonna say Saints Chiefs Super Bowl. This is where I'm going. With. This is where I'm going with. So, so for in your mind, if you do what everybody does, just like top five and top twenty list and all this. Go ahead and throw it out there. Who are you going to think that's going to be in the Super Bowl? All right. So, so the Saints are coming out the NFC, in my opinion, anyway, because I know them boys, all right? We done got rock. We done been Minneapolis Miracle. We done been flagged away from a playoff event. We done, we done been a lot of stuff. And, and a lot of people got a lot of a lot of animosity towards the Saints, and I don't know why, I don't know where the Taysom came from, but oh God, if this ain't our year, I'm going I'm to I'm stop watching football, for real. I'm going to stop watching football if we don't go to the Super Bowl, because I, I, I've been disappointed and let down for years. I refuse this year. 2019-2020 season, we are going to the Super Bowl. And the Warriors just lost. We got to go. We have to. We have to go. But, if we playing against anybody, anybody, I, I I respect Tom Brady. You know, got six rings. He, he did it. You know, he's a killer on the field, and I respect him. And I would love to play against Tom, but that boy Mahomes is something else. He, he is something else, and I, I would love to see that game. And and I think I think the, the Super Bowl this year I think is in Miami. I think. And for real, for real, if the Saints go to the Super Bowl, I'm going to be jugging and finessing my way into that game. I got to go see it. Hey, I, I will, we in I will there. We got we to gotta figure it out, man. The podcast going to take off. Taysa S is going to take off, man. We we going to be in there, man. We got we got to cover. We going to find a way in there. Financially yes, or, or whether we got to finesse or finance, you dig? We going to be in there, man. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. I I really am, you know, I, I'm a big football head. I'm a sports fan. I love all sports, but football has always been, like, my number one. That's, that's been my go-to. And I've been a Saints fan for, I'm going on year 10. This is year 10, the anniversary year. I, I've been a Saints fan for a while now. So, yes, sir. I'm really hoping, I'm really hoping that this year is the year, man. I, I, I've been a Warriors fan, you know. I, I didn't. I didn't got to taste the greatness. I, and and bro, I'm not a bandwagon Warriors fan. I'm not a bandwagon, and I'm not a bandwagon Saints fan either. Because I've been through both teams with the, with the shitty records and 
people getting hurt every two weeks, and we got a new coach here, new general manager here, new front office here. I done seen it all. I done been through the ups and the downs. So I am excited for this season. I'm going to be making a whole lot of money this year because it's going to be exciting to watch, and I want to bet everything. I'm betting it all. I'm betting the house. I'm betting the kids, college funds. I'm betting my mortgage. I'm betting it all. Everybody's going down. Hey, man. We get money this year. Let's get it, man. Let's get it, man. But um, you know, like I used to be a rapper, you know, we every time we usually get together, we always have some bars at the family gatherings. Like people miss out on the legendary bars. So you know, you know, like uh, you know, my uh name used to be Young Reg. It's that's why I saw that on the Instagram. And you know, I used to be with uh, my boys. Shout out to Marcus Julian. We had a uh. Group uh, Y me. I was never really there. They was always in there, but I they was in there putting in work, but I wasn't really in there. It was uh it was called Y me Young Minded Entrepreneurs. You know, okay, so so okay. like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to leave them with some bars real quick. You know, before oh, we go, man. hold up. I'm gonna try, like I'm gonna let y'all rate this. Y'all could go in the comments or whatever. Y'all could DM me or whatever. But like, let me let me show you my 16 year old bars because I couldn't wait. I was waiting my whole life to drop these bars on the podcast. So hold on, let me go in my memory bank. Hold on, let me go. When I this is this is this is no the meme when it's like nobody sixteen year old me. Here we go. <laughs> let me get some water right quick. All right, here we go. Here we go. This is sixteen year old me. So like, uh, remember, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. I'm just playing. If you got to roast me, roast me the best way you can in the comment section of SoundCloud and uh, in uh, Apple, hey, man, or DM me, um, YoungRed718. Hey, I need some followers. This is recorded, but here go the bars. It used to be like this. <clears throat> can nobody love me like you? They can't have me, hold me, hug me tight the way that you do. Late nights rub me right the way that you do. Can't go through the same things that we went through. Uh, that's why our love's gonna last. And all of my past relationships will stay in the past. Girl, I love it when you glad and hate it when you mad. And maybe one day you'll make me a dad. Uh, so fall back because we gonna make it. And if you want this world well here, take it. And I really love the times that we get naked. Which was soft in my ear like, yeah, take it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, man. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up, man. You know what I'm saying? Yo. Yo, man. They be hating on the kid, man. The young, young bars, man. So, uh, whether you like it, whether you bumping it or dumping it, let's discuss in the comment section, you dig, man. SoundCloud, this is recorded. Instagram, youngred718. That's young. REG718, DM me, man. Uh, yo, just, you know, I might have to bring the rap career back. You know what I'm saying? Like, these dudes ain't got the love bars like me, you heard? I'm going to keep it 100. I'm going to keep it 100 with you, Chief. Joe Budden, Pusha T, Drake, L, none of that. They, they can't match them bars right there. I mean, I'm just saying, like, like Drake might have bit off of me. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I ain't even trying to get my singing bag right now. But, you know, he might have bit off of me. You know what I'm saying? But, 
you know, I know the game getting ready to come on, man. I really appreciate you. This was great dialogue. I had to lighten it up. And if anybody got Hulu, go, go check out the Wu-Tang series. That joint is really, really hard. I like it. I like what they're doing. I love old, I heard it yo, old New York. I love dirty gold teeth. I can't wait to buy me some dirty gold teeth and, you know what I'm saying, hoodies and all that in the cold. So go check out the Wu-Tang series. We, we supporting us. You know, I don't know who get all the money, but... Hey, it's Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang is for the children, man. Wu-Tang is for the children. And, hey, I like to do, with, you know, different people. I know you're going to be on often, you and Duke, a couple of my friends. But, like, just right now, I guess, like, five years been the theme. Like, speaking to existence in five years, what you see yourself doing, your happiness, and where you see yourself five years from now. All right. So, in five years, I'm, I'm going to be 100 with you. I'm going to be a bum. Titanized right now, baby. <laughs> uh, five years, you know, I plan I plan to be out of here. Graduated with my associate, not my associates, my bachelor's. My bachelor's in interactive media. Um, hopefully, I'm going somewhere. Uh, nice, a nice company, uh, you know, that does game design and app development. You know, I, I really I really see myself focusing on, on that aspect of my life, really building up my career and saving my money so I can buy my, my own house so I'm not, you know, living in an apartment. I wanted to have my own place, you know, at a very young age. Like, I want to have my own place. And really, I just want to, you know, save my money up and really and really stack it so I can go do things that I want to do, like go travel and see the world and, and really find, you know, a, 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 sense, a better sense of self with, you know, within myself. But, you know, if I got a little, little food thing when I'm, when I'm older, for real, you know, we can go see the world together, you know, go go to Paris, and, you know, I get us some crepes or something, something nice like that. But, yeah, I just, I really see myself in a, in a better position than I'm at now, you know, uh, happiness-wise. Like, I'm happy, but I, I feel as though when I'm older and I really got that time to really develop and, and hone in on my future skills, well, not my future skills, but hone in on my, you know, my skill sets now and I develop them. I feel like later on in life, I'm going to be a much more happier person and, and I'll be living like a normal life. And people are going to be like, how are you so happy? It's because I'm happy doing the things that I want to do. It, it, that's, that's, what I, that's really what I want, is to be happy and comfortable and really doing something that I want to do. Like, I don't want to work and hate where I work. I don't want to, like I said before, like I, I, I feel like I have a, a, a greater purpose in life than to just be, you know, somebody that just sits around and, and waits for, for stuff to come at him instead of going to get it himself. Uh, I really feel as though that's one of my, my biggest, my biggest, like, X factors about me, that I can, that I'm really independent and I can really go out here and go do it on my own and I don't really need somebody to, to, to really, you know what I'm saying, be, be hounding over my back or anything like that. I really feel as though I'm, I'm growing into a, a responsible, a humble person, um, somebody that's really that's really involved with not only just myself, but the people that I that I can see myself, you know, being around with in the future. So I just pray and hope that you know God keeps me protected, keep my family protected, and really, you know, I just pray for success because I know that's what it's about. I know that's what. I, I have in me, and a lot of us have it in us. You just gotta find it, and you gotta you gotta hold in on it. 
I'm a, I'm a leave off with this, all right? It's not what's on you, it's what's in you. And I tell this to Reggie all the time. Whenever we having good conversations and then we get real, and you know what I'm saying, he's talking about the podcast and, and what he wanted to be for the future. One thing that you can always remember to, to keep in, on your mind in front of yourself is to never stop and never settle. Always, always look for the, the, the next best thing. Always look for improvement because when you can, when there's always room for improvement, there's always something better ahead for you. So I just, I want everybody to, to stay positive and, and stay focused. Really, really take time for yourself and really develop a, a, a keen, a keen sense to yourself and not only yourself but your surroundings. Really get in touch with the things that you want to be involved with that. And I guarantee you, the more positive outlook you have on life, the more positive things will go on in your life. Can't be negative all the time and expect good things to happen to you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, what you said all the way real, man. Like, it's time, man. It's just so much out here. That's why I'm like, earn your leisure. And, like, podcast is giving so much gain. Like, podcast is like a life changer. Like, I learned how to do this podcast from listening to another podcast, shooting photography. Shout out to It's The Real Podcast. It's a good podcast with hip-hop acts and stuff. I've learned so much through podcasts, and podcasts is that wave that is for the people. Anybody could create one, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, you just got to have an idea and put it out there. That's why, like, for me, I could talk about the gossip stuff, or I could come in here and try to kick game and try to have fun at the same time. That's why I had to hit y'all with them bars to lighten it up, because it got deep, but it was just good conversation, and sometimes it need to go there, you know what I'm saying? But for you, for you, man, I, I really see the greatness in you, man, like, and really tapping into yourself, like, it seemed like, even with your health and everything, you just really, like, just went to another level, like, do you know, like, can you, briefly, before we go, what made you just go to that level, like, you just, I just see a change in you, like, for real. Um, I felt like me getting older, uh, I felt Again, it's just like that. That's a different feeling. 
And I, I wasn't in the best place, but I, I had to work out of that hole to really get myself to where I want to be. And I know that, you know, I'm still making improvements and I'm not all the way there yet, but I know that I am going in the right direction. And I know that every day ain't going to be a great day, but I'm going to do my best to make sure that it's as good as it can be because that's the best way I can, that's the best way I know how to do it. I'm a, I'm a genuinely, I'm a generally and genuine happy person. So I, I try to be, I try to be that person for not just myself, but for everybody. And I feel like now I've gotten to the point where I've grown and I I see, you know, where I can make these improvements at, these self-improvements, and I'm doing it because now is the best time. You know, I'm still growing. This ain't even my final form yet. That's how I look at it. I'm like, please, Man, I just wanted to, man, like, it's important, too, like, as we talk about black empowerment and empowering anybody, like, I'm not about to explain myself why I keep focusing on black people. I mean, the real gonna know, and if you think it's a problem with what I'm saying, you're probably racist. You probably need to check yourself. But it's just, like, I'm giving flowers, and I just, like, I want you to know that the family sees it, I sees it. You know, we see that change in you, and it's amazing, and it's inspiring. Most of all, it's, it's your happiness. It's just like, it's a lot of people with a lot of money. Dig this, right? A lot of rich people will kill themselves. You know why? Because they thought money will make them happy. Money don't mean shit. Let me tell you that right now. But financial freedom, financial freedom doesn't mean I got a billion dollars. But if I own my own business, can raise my kids, can travel when I want to decent places every few months or whatever, that's a billion dollars mentally right there. It may not be a billion billion, but it's a billion dollars mentally because financially I'm free. And that's what all of us need to get to. Like, it's a lot of us out there, man, hurting, going through things, putting a mask on. You know, I put I could put a mask on and be like really sad inside and nobody would know because I'm just like bubbly and I gotta be me and I know it's bigger than me, but we all just gotta man like grow, lift each other up. And I'm telling you, it's time for that financial freedom with the support that we can get from a lot of people, man, and just growing and like this is recorded. Tell somebody, tell a friend I need that support. Tell a friend and tell a friend. I got LeBron James episodes, I got photography, branding media. I got this joint called Mental Prison that a lot of people like. Perception versus reality. This is recorded in SoundCloud, Apple Podcast app. Check it out, man. Taste of Essence. Check it out. Cam Kirk Studios. Check it out. The Wu-Tang series on Hulu. Check it out, man. And Kyrie, man, like, check him out. He gonna, like, just know I had to get him early because when he take off, it's gonna be hard to get him, you dig? So, you know, hey, I... I just man, thank you. I can't I can't thank you enough, man. Hey, I appreciate you taking out the time to have me on here, man. I love talking to you. I love getting that had the interaction, you know. You, like I like I tell you even at the family reunions, man, we be clicking so hard, it's it's crazy. We feel like we really cousins, even though, you know, how long we are. But it feels like, you know, we blood related almost in a sense. Like it I, I just get that aspect from you, and, and you know, you, you've always been a part of this family. You ain't never treated us like we was just, you know, some random people, and we ain't never going to treat you like that. Oh, yeah. So, I, I really, 
I really appreciate the love. I appreciate the support. You know, I'm going to always support and shout you out. I'm going to make sure because at the end of the day, I'm not doing it just because I want you to put me on if you ever blow up. I'm doing it because I know that it's a good thing and it's a good cause, you know, and I, I really, I really want to support because in, in this world, that support goes a long way. And it only takes one person to believe in the dream, you know. And, and, and if, it's, if it's more than just you, that's even better. But if somebody believes in something that you do the same way you believe in it, it shouldn't be no problem for you to succeed in what you do. And I, I really do think that this podcast and you yourself has the potential to be more than, than where we are right now. That's what we're working towards. That's what we're that's what we're geared towards. You know, where we're focusing and honing in on, on that specifically because we know this lifestyle that we live in right now, it ain't forever. It's going to be more. And that, that should be that should be a lot of people's goals, to want more in life. And that, that's really what I want to leave people with, man. Just want more for yourself. Want more for your life. Want more, want more not just for you, but for, for your kids, your, your future kids, if you don't have them right now. Want more for your family, you know? I, I don't... I don't find it offensive, but at the end of the day, I genuinely feel like all all kids should look at their parents and say, I want to be better than you. Not just because, you know, you weren't the greatest, but because you took care of me when you didn't have the needs. Now, I want to be able to grow up, get those needs that you didn't have, and be able to take care of you the same way you took care of me, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. And, hey. We're going to end it with love, and I guess the theme of this joint right here was really support, and this is recorded. Peace.